this episode was a whole lot of fun. We made it out to the coast and had a great weekend. We got a bunch of work done. We got a little bit of climbing, rec climbing in. We got a couple podcasts in and overall, really it was just hanging out with some awesome like-minded individuals, talking trees and hanging out and having a good old time. So the next couple episodes will be, well, it'll be from the coast. Hope you guys enjoy them. I'd also like to take a moment. We've uh, got some awesome emails from people recently, and it's just great getting the feedback. Uh, We really appreciate it. If you think about it, shoot us a five-star review, like, comment, follow, all that good stuff. Anyways, I just want to say I appreciate everybody listening. So without further ado, we're going to take care of some business and then get right to it. This podcast is for informational purposes only. It is not, nor is it intended to be, a substitute for professional arboriculture advice and should never be relied upon to perform or direct arboricultural work. The Tree Thinking Podcast makes no representations as to the accuracy, completeness, or suitability of any information on this podcast will not be liable for any damages arising from the use of any information in the practice of arboriculture or tree work. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the guests and their appearance on the podcast does not imply an endorsement of them or any entity they represent. The podcast and its hosts are not to be held responsible for misuse, cited, and or unsighted copies of the content within this podcast by others. The Tree Thinking Podcast may not be reproduced or distributed without the express written consent of the Tree Thinking Podcast. What's better than hanging out with friends talking trees? Hanging out with friends talking trees in the woods, surrounded by big spruce and hemlock at the coast in the dark. It was the first night at the first Tree Thinking Hangout. And you know we had to do a podcast. On this episode of the Tree Thinking Podcast, we talk monkey puzzle chucking ducks, dead tree removals, and the climbing arborist incident database. And that's all before it goes off the rails on night one of the Tree Thinking Hangout After Dark. deck <clears throat> out in the middle of the woods it's a uh pretty badass spot yeah the there there's only you can only really plug into electricity at the street so we had to run a bunch of extension cords through the woods to get them to this deck it's very tree thinking and there's no <laughs> lights and it's dark very tree thinking and uh it's kind of a yeah interesting spot it's a beautiful spot yeah street I don't think is the right word for, for <laughs> yeah. what's over there. Uh, yeah, no. <laughs> the, the spot that doesn't have trees or ferns in it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The gravel road. Yeah. Oh yeah, it has gravel. Yeah. 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 But yeah, we're 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 on the Oregon coast at the spot we've we've been talking about for the last few episodes. <clears throat> we all just came down from that platform at seventy feet up, watched the sunset. Really romantic. Yeah. <laughs> I was, yeah. Real romantic. I was, uh, us ro- four and my romantic. children. Yeah. <laughs> that was cool. They went up at night. Yeah. Yeah. Was yeah. Great. It was, it was getting like, it was going dark, not like starting to go dark, but it was going dark as we lifted off the ground. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And, and s- I've, I've actually never climbed in the dark. 
Yeah. So I descended in the dark, which was, it was fun. Yeah. 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 No, it's a cool, cool feeling. Actually doing work in the dark is a trip. Like pulling out a handsaw with a headlamp on. Oh, I guess I've, I guess I've done that then when you put it that way. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't know if I've climbed because I'm thinking about emergency call outs with like the city, right? Yeah. But I don't know if I've climbed. Okay. I've been on call outs where it's like a tree over the road or that one big maple that you and I had talked about before. Predator log. But you were in the boom truck. Yeah, was that wasn't climbing for you. And and boom truck is interesting at night, but it's not as cool as climbing at <laughs> night. <laughs> yeah, no, I yes. don't think I've climbed at night. Well, now you have. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And it was interesting because you would get, it, the platform's about 70 feet up, and going up it was all dark, but then you'd come through the platform, and there was a little bit of light when we've, so me and Malia were the last ones up. And as we got up, you could still see kind of the, the red of the sunset. And, you know, it was ju- you couldn't see the sun anymore, but it was just kind of shining over the horizon. Mm-hmm. There was still some of that residual glare or whatever. Yeah, yeah. And so it, it was light. It, you know, it went from dark to light, and then it was still kind of light as we were going down. And it got real dark. As soon as you went yeah. through the little, uh, you know, trap door on, yeah. the, on the platform, it, it was black. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Drop down below the canopy and- yeah, that door is tight. It's like the crux <laughs> of the climb. It's oh. like getting through this just little tiny door. Having your harness really carabiners yeah. like grabbing onto shit when yeah. you're trying to squeeze through it. You get all the way to the top and you're like, "Oh, great, that was well. Okay, all done. Here yeah. we go. Just gotta you know inch my way up here and then oh, fuck. Here we go." Well, and I just put a new uh, tourniquet and safety bandages uh-huh. on the back of my harness, so that was like caught. Yeah, I was like, "Oh shit!" <laughs> <laughs> like, why did I put these on here? Yeah. <laughs> Getting rid of these. Yeah. ASAP. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> uh, we didn't introduce like who's here. Oh, well, real quick before we get any further, <laughs> I'm Andrew. <laughs> I'm Jamie. I'm Dakota. I'm Corey. And uh, yeah, we're we're out here just kind of getting started on the weekend. We just got here. I got disconnected. And uh, yeah, so we're gonna be tomorrow. We've got a removal. We're not even really sure what tree we're removing. So hopefully, oh, I say we just start clear cutting. Oh. Yeah, I'm I'm not really sure what tree we're removing. So we looked at a couple, and it goes anywhere from like, holy shit, that's a big tree. To like an hour job. <laughs> to yeah. Like maybe we could zip line the whole tree just to make it look cool. <laughs> you know? One cut, yeah. drop the whole thing. So it'll be, that'll be interesting. Yeah. I vote we just start clear cutting. That's that's my <laughs> yeah, not surprising <laughs> that you're <vote. laughs> What does that mean? Yeah. yeah it's a start cutting nauseous yeah. and you know. Tell yeah. them where they lean. That's right, that's right. <laughs> hey, and if it's not the right tree, you can just bl- super glue the notch back in. And yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I didn't bring glue. Uh, oh. <laughs> I got duct tape. <laughs> hey, that works. Can't fix it, duck it. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, I guess before we get too much into uh, the weekend, does anybody have any good stories from the field from this week? Um, oh, man. You? Kind of. What's sort up? of. Nice. Uh, so we were doing a job over on... Um, uh, kind of North River Road, um, in Eugene, right? And there were some property owners there. It was 
I don't think you were on this job, Andrew. But no, was, I had the whole week off, so I definitely wasn't no, no, it was on the one, this it, week. There, there was a job before this that, that you would have been, might have been on. Okay. But I think it was just me and Sean. It was an ash tree um, hazard call out when we were, um, I can't remember the other job we were doing. But anyway, hazard call out. Anyway, the ash tree right next to it started splitting and failing as well. And the property owners were there, and so they came out on their porch, and they were watching us the whole time. And they had a giant uh, monkey puzzle, um, Arcaria Arianas, Ariana, Arcaria Ariana, right? And um, they were like, um, this our seasonal Mason, um, he was looking at it, and he was like, hey, you know, gorgeous tree, that's really cool. Um, you should, you know, sell seeds for that. And they're like, oh, well, there's a couple males in the neighborhood, so, like, these seeds are actually fertile, so they'll actually... Um, uh, they'll actually reproduce and they'll actually, the seeds are actually viable. So you can actually put them oh, in the wow. ground and, and you know, propagate, yeah. propagate. Exactly. Um, and so they were like, Hey, if you would like, you know, you can come over here and collect some seeds. So, so we did that and we got a whole bunch of these seeds and I've got some sitting in my fridge right now. Eric, uh, Eric, um, our supervisor has a bunch in his office cool. and um, I think, our seasonal mason, he, he took a bunch of them. So we're going to try to propagate those and see if they take. I know one of the males in that same neighborhood has already died. I don't know about the other one, um, but hopefully hopefully they're good. So Yeah, and worth a Ooh. shot. Worth wait, a shot. Wait, wait, wait. Monkey puzzles wait, for everybody. Puzzles. Yeah, wait. Do you guys want to be known as the crew who's planting monkey puzzles all over the tr- all over the city. <laughs> yeah. Hey, man. Yeah, you've heard of Johnny Appleseed? This is Corey Monkey Puzzle. <laughs> I will take that nickname. Also, monkey pu- tree work is way too easy. So we need more monkey puzzles. We need a razor tree. I feel yeah. like if you plant it, you trim it, you kill it. Okay. <laughs> if you plant it, you're the one trimming it. You're the one removing it. <laughs> hey, I'm I'm planting all these on my property. So okay, every monkey fair. puzzle that I propagate, it's gonna be mine because I'm not I'm not moving again. Just don't hire me. Or I think we should know. plant a lot of monkey puzzles on your property. Gorilla <laughs> <laughs> planting monkey puzzles. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, screw like a blackberry barrier. Just, just have a monkey puzzle fortress. Monkey puzzle hedge. Oh, yeah. Hell, no. <laughs> hell no. yeah, man. That is an underrated hedge right there. <laughs> no, dude, a hedge maze. Because it's like <laughs> high, high consequence. <laughs> you can't yeah. Get yeah. High consequence. Yeah, there's no pushing your way through a monkey puzzle hedge. <laughs> yeah, laurel maze. <laughs> no big yeah. deal. I can yeah. get through that. Yeah, corn maze <laughs> for for farmers. Yeah. So it's for your guys' personal use? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's not a evil, and, and evil we, plan from this. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm going to It depends on what his personal <laughs> use is. <laughs> That's to be found out. Um, but I'm uh, a little nervous. A little, you should be. Mm-hmm. It involves you. Um, no, but we, we did obviously did it on our lunch break, and we were able to, like, to collect mm-hmm. the seeds on our lunch break, and so it awesome. wasn't on city time. So that, That's yeah. so cool. It's, They're awesome trees. They are. They are. Except if you have to climb them. Yeah. Or do any work in them. I love seeing them. They're, yeah. Yeah, they're good from a distance, just once, like a sweet gum. I once had to uh, help my my um, my stepdad remove a monkey puzzle yeah. uh, that was dead. That's not fun. Oh, wow. Uh, you know, brown and crispy. Mm. And uh, he had a chuck and duck. Oh, nice. So <laughs> nice. Uh, we were, yeah, we were chipping... Uh, monkey puzzle limbs through a chuck and duck. So, oh, so what, what, got, what got you? Was it the monkey puzzle limbs or was it the chuck and duck? Both. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> both got you great. Oh man, it a chuck and duck's a nightmare. But if you're doing anything that like whips you 
or scratches, yeah. Uh, Hawthorne and Monkey Puzzle. Those were the two worst. Yeah. Oh, my goodness. And then, like, Oak and, like, that kind of stuff was the, oh, God. It seems Uh, like the math is one plus one equals three there. Yeah. You know, like, the evilness of the Chuck and Duck and the evilness of the uh, Monkey Puzzle somehow would combine and become more than the sum of their parts. More powerful than them individually. You know? (laughs) Yeah. Sometimes I think about, like, what kind of music would go with certain trees. And I I pruned a pin oak this week, and I listened to Slipknot while I did. Yeah, <laughs> like, oh, yeah. like all right, yeah, the pin oak is a metal tree. Uh, a hawthorn is a punk rock tree. Like yep. it's got cavities. It's, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's spikes all over. <laughs> decay. It, it could just yeah. fall apart at any moment. Yeah, but it might just sit there for much. thirty years, looking like it's about to fall apart. <laughs> yep. Yeah, and a, and a pin oak is just a. It's metal, man. It's like fuck you. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you. You want to call I was, me? I was explaining to Becca, like we're. Well, I was just talking to Becca. I guess there's all these sprouts on the trunk of the pin oak, and I was, I was like, you know, trees put out like epicormic growth and sprouts for a reason, and a pin oak's reason is fuck you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think that's a fair scientific yeah. explanation. <laughs> I've seen no evidence to the contrary. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like a, a monkey puzzle would be like a death rock. You know? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. like, yeah. you want to die the whole time? You want to talk about death and killing people? Yeah. <laughs> Although, to be fair, between the two, the monkey puzzle or, or well, three, between monkey puzzle, Hawthorne, or black locust, I think oh, God, I would. Black locust. Yeah, I think I would take the monkey puzzle. I feel like I would too. Black yeah. locust has those massive spines. And the venom. I've had those like, things go in my knuckles, like into the cartilage. Oh, and it hurts it's for days. So like you're, oh, like yeah. you're saying, Corey, the venom? Or, it, yeah, yeah. 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 At, the is monkey, that what it is, venom? It is, it is. Is it yeah, or things, venom some or, like bacteria or something? I think yeah. it's venom. I think it's is just, it? I think they just, the, the black locust just straight up hates everything. I thought it was like a bacteria or a, a, bac- uh, a bacteria. Is it? All I right. thought so. I could be, you know, by no means... I didn't hear it from Sean O'Brien or something. Right, you know? right, right. Okay, black locust is black metal then. Black metal, yeah, for sure. There you go. Monkey puzzles like deathcore. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's fair. Hawthorne is punk rock. I oh. love that one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, that's pretty good. Yeah, Dirty monkey cavity. puzzle. If you take your time and you know handle the branches right and do it right, you you know not take giant loads. You can get away unscathed with the monkey puzzle if you're wearing a sweatshirt. Hey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, you gotta if you have gloves. If you got the sweatshirt, yeah. But like. With a bad black locust or a bad There's hawthorn, no you can take every precaution and go as slow as you want, and you're still going to get yeah. Sl- yeah. just yeah. slammed just with thorns. every fucking time you do anything. You can be wearing a tin shirt, leather gloves. <laughs> yeah. fucking matter. I've actually Game never over. worked on one. On a, a Consider yeah. yourself lucky. Uh, yeah. I haven't worked on a lot of them, but, yeah. I remember, I mean, I'd be driving around, and you see a dead one, and you're like, oh, I wonder if I'm going to get that call. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> is, is it is it time? Is it gonna be me, dude? I love I love that feeling. Like, so I just recently did a a really crispy birch job in my old neighborhood, right? And I watched this thing die. Uh-huh. I like um I think it died in 2018. For those of you who are listening to this podcast in the future, it's 2021 right now, right? So this <laughs> this this thing was checking out in 2018, and I watched this thing die, and I'm like, wow, all right, well I should probably drop off like a business card or something. Maybe, you know, see if they should, uh, you know, have me come out to remove it, but eh, I'm, I'm moving anyway. This won't be my neighborhood anymore. <laughs> Whatever. So, but we did make friends with the people across the street and they referred me to that job. 
So I, I got a got the pleasure of removing this crispy birch tree right next to a house and right ne- right in between some primaries. So this one <laughs> nice. was probably 40-ish, 50-ish feet tall. So it's above the primaries. You're climbing above the primaries. And fortunately, they had kept it away from the primaries, obviously. But it still was like extra crispy. Like you didn't even have to sink your spurs in. It was just like put them in and they just like just mush. Sunk just, in. Yeah. Yeah. It was it was. Wonderful. I mean, that's <laughs> why I carry your business cards with me. I know. <laughs> so that when I see crispy monkey puzzles, I'm like, oh, perfect. I, I know this great arborist. Spade tree preservation. <laughs> yeah. hey, he, he, he specializes in this shit. He'll, he'll love this. Um, but yeah, no, I like every day I walked, well, like we'd walk our dog in that neighborhood. Um, and every day I'd look at that tree and I'd be like, I'm so glad that I'm not the one who has to remove that. I'm so glad I'm not the one who has to remove that. And then sure enough, that karma yeah. came back for me. <laughs> for me, so far in my career, I feel like birches are the worst ones to take down when they're super dead. Oh, man. Like, I will, scary. I'll, I'll literally climb. I've done a couple for removals where they were, like, crispy, crispy, like, gone. And there's vertical cracks. You're climbing up past those. And, you know, you're sending logs off of it. And I felt fine. It's, it, yeah. They make two by four. I felt fine show. with that. Yeah. But I went up, and you know, you're going up like 80 feet past vertical cracks, and I'm like, okay, fine, whatever, it's fur. And then I I did this like uh, 25, 30 foot birch that was just super crispy. <laughs> and I got up near the top, and my I, I didn't have to do anything to get my spikes in at all. And I just started kind of freaking out because I would have to climb, you know, quite a bit far past that. Nothing else to rig it off of. Couldn't negative rig it because there was a house right there. Right. I couldn't, you know, notch it forward. Um, so I took my chances and I slash cut the top through Hell the canopy yeah. right next to a house. Yeah. And it went perfectly in between <laughs> there. Didn't Hell touch. Yeah. There was a window right there and it went perfectly in between there, smashed into pieces on the concrete. And I was like, yeah, <laughs> I didn't want to climb up any further than that. Dude, the slash cut is underrated. It is, it, yeah. It, it turns that top into a stake, and it just drives it to the ground. It's a yep. new tree. Well, you if guys, you don't have you any brush above you. Call, calling it the slash cut is not giving it the credit it deserves. It's the salami cut. Oh, The salami, salami cut. cut. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> anyway. Close, closely continue. related to the yeah. bastard cut. <laughs> <laughs> just with an undercut first, right? No, the bastard cut is just, you just... The, un- the bastard cut's straight through the back. Straight through, exactly. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. The, <laughs> the salami cut has some thought put into it. <laughs> yeah. so, o- only a little bit, but it's more than the bastard cut. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I would have rigged that thing, but dude, I, I just did not feel comfortable about it. I was like, I was wiggling it around, and I was like pulling punk out with my spikes <laughs> as I got up there, and I was like, nah, nah. Yeah, no, no. Yeah, this <laughs> makes me think... I actually had this thought earlier today. I don't know why it was going through my mind, but I remember when I first got into the industry, you were kind of told that tree tree work is dangerous. It's super dangerous. You know, I kept hearing that you would hear statistics like, yeah, you know, more arborists die than cops or something. Who knows if that's true or whatever? Probably not. But I feel like I heard that, but it's not dangerous. There's a risk, but if you're smart, you can, you know, yeah, it's not going to be dangerous. It can be risky. But also, if you're smart and safe, it's it's neither of those. Yeah, well, your inherent techniques can make it. Yep, there's a risk because yeah. it's like this tree, this natural thing that you, you you know you may not be able to tell everything. But if you're taking your time, you're smart about things. 
I don't think it's dangerous or risky. It's well, all, and I think that goes back to our industry because there's people that fail into our industry, profession. our profession. Yeah. Well, and for some, it's an industry. So for for some. others, it's a profession. But thank you for correcting me. <laughs> I'm just, because I'm just called that. No, no, it's true. I'm serious. <laughs> it, it's uh, some people fail into it. You know, they just, yeah. you know, just oh, it's the only job I could get was hauling brush type of a thing. And then just figure it out. And they don't really have a love for the rigging and the climbing and doing it right. And those are the same people that are lumped into with statistics as people that really take everything very serious and try to learn everything about it, learn how to rig, learn all that stuff. And so it's kind of, you know, for somebody that takes it serious and really puts the time into learning it, you kind of have that thought of like, well, it isn't that crazy. I mean, we are up off the ground, but I understand how, you know, much weight this type of wood can hold. You know, I've done enough time climbing an oak where I know the way it is strong. And, you know, I know how to do a rigging system to minimize the forces on the weaknesses of the trees and, you know, and then there's a guy that's just like, fuck it. Send her, you know, yeah. <laughs> yeah, well, we I want to go home early today. Let's yeah. just do it. Everyone has seen those YouTube fail compilations, right? Yeah. And it's like, I haven't, um, what you know, about <laughs> well, Corey, yeah, we, Corey got a, we got a night. But, um, Corey fails. <laughs> so those Every are day. tree work related accidents. Yeah. I mean, they're not done by, tree professionals right yeah but that stuff probably gets lumped into those statistics that you oh, hear guaranteed that's why you know insurance rates are crazy yeah, like, for us you'll mm-hmm. see the same guys that are on you know a ladder and then they you know notch down a big ass limb break their leg because they're in the middle of a crotch and the limb yeah. comes in through there they are that statistic too because yeah. they're inherently working with a tree yeah and it's just someone who has a chainsaw yeah yep. exactly and Confidence. Misguided. I don't know what it is. Confidence. Yeah. I, I wouldn't say that. I would just say... Um, just has cojones. Not even that. Yeah. It's like, just like... Has plenty of yeah. space in their skull. Yeah. <laughs> they, got yeah. Yeah. they got room. That was... That was a great way to put that. Yeah. That was very yeah. polite. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like... Um, like the news... And, like, major outlets can make it sound like a big deal, um, including those kind of people. But maybe, like, um, I can't remember if it's the ISA or the TCIA that has, like, an actual fatality and uh, accident. Yeah, yeah, uh, the accident report um, where they actually log everything that's reported to them. I feel like that's probably more accurate. Mm-hmm. Um and even that has some limits associated with it because it's... Yeah. I mean, I think anybody can really uh, make a report. Yeah, yeah. So it which, might be skewed. Which, which is, I mean, it's good that anybody can make a report because that's how they get yeah. their statistics. But yeah. at the same time, it's kind of... Yeah. It still skews it a little bit. It does. But not nearly as much as, like, you know, a news outlet hearing about a homeowner killing himself right. doing a tree job. Right. And they're like, oh, uh, tree work's, like, so dangerous. Uh, this is, Nobody why you do it. this is why you don't cut trees. Yeah. Don't wear a chainsaw. Yeah. Yeah. No, that it it's an interesting thing. I wonder what the numbers look like if you take away the homeowners and you take away people, you know, I mean, how do you draw draw that line? You yeah, know, where's that line in the sand between the hack and the professional? Because there's a lot of guys that are really good that have died doing this. Right. Yeah. And yeah. there's a lot of guys who claim that they're really good and they're, you know, not. 
Yeah, that's and true. They, and then it's just, it'll die. Like they have all the great equipment. They have all the, they've been working for this company for 20 something years and then they send a top and it peels out on them and they rip their guts out on the, the top cut. And it's just, yeah. I mean, so that happens. A really cool uh, database <clears throat> is climbingarborist.com. I remember a couple of years ago he started this where it's an incident database. You go to uh, uh, Dan's website, climbingarborist.com, and there's an incident database link. You hit that, and you could put in. If something happened at your job site, say there's nothing major, close call or whatever, you can put it in there. Oh, and wow. And I think, or it is, it was bad, you know. It wasn't a close call. It was yeah. bad. You could put it in there, and I think it's important because people can read those and learn from that. Totally. Definitely. What went what, what, what there, uh, wrong? Aren't there slight descriptions of what happened to yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. I kind of just want to go. You got look, a couple let's of just examples. click on the first one. Yeah. Yeah. What do we got? Um, so. Date unknown. It was in New Zealand. Description of incident. When rigging one of two stems that were close to each other, I had a tight cut to make next to the rigging rope and cut the rope. Okay, so rigging two stems that were really close. Rigging's probably running up one of the stems. Yeah, and he cut the rope. And then the next uh, category is contributing factors. He was not focusing. He was being lazy, or they were. Incident review and preventative measures is the next category. Uh, Take your time when you work and move ropes away if needed before cutting. So, you know, he's got this whole form you fill out. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Kind of go through it. That's, so that's great. Um, with the um, observation of it, is it the person that makes the report making that observation or yeah. someone else saying something? Yeah. So right when you get to this page, submit an incident, you're going to go through all those. So it's okay, whoever, gotcha. whoever submits it. Okay. So they're like, this is <clears throat> why I fucked up. This is how I should have avoided fucking up. Yeah. It's basically gotcha. saying I accept that I messed up and this could help other people because i know what i should have done gotcha which is what it is which is super important in the profession because you have i mean there's a lot of ego that's kind of inherent to this job right but if you're able to say hey you know i screwed up and this is how you can learn from it like i feel like that's such a such a crucial part of this profession yeah and it's it's something that is lacking in some regards, but it's also like if you peruse any kind of like Facebook groups and stuff, you'll see a lot of people like they'll post their fuck ups and it's, it's super great. Like I have a lot more respect for somebody who's going to post their fuck up than somebody who's going to post like this awesome removal that just went super bomber and maybe they cut out a few things cause it didn't go quite right. You know? Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it takes more courage. That's for sure. It does. It does. You know that anybody who's uh, shared a video of them, screwing up knows that feeling of like oh man everybody's gonna see me do this <laughs> you know right but you know maybe they stopped yeah two or no. three other arborists from doing that same exact thing totally totally no there's a good reason to do it that could be fun to go through those those lists of uh on dan's on the climbing arborist yeah and then you know pick to you know the the best ones the ones that we think are most helpful yeah, and then kind of read them and analyze them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember when he first put it up. I saw him at a comp shortly after, and told him, you know, I thought it was an awesome idea and stuff. And he was like, you know, it's not getting the response he thought. Yeah, I think it was like just 
a story from him or something that was on there. Oh. <laughs> but now it says one of 14, and I don't know if that was 14 pages worth or just 14 incidents. But anyway, go, if something happened, like, even if it's minor, people can learn from it. So go go on there and uh, submit your story. I got to start doing that, too. Yeah. Me, too. And if you're trying to get into the profession or if you're trying to learn, go and read those stories. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, that's a that's a database. Like, it's it's great to have a good mentor, and you need a good mentor. But another good way that you can broaden your um, experience is through the internet and watching YouTube videos, reading these um, experiences that our other arborists have. You know, that is how you're gonna up your game from uh, you know just a, a you know green super green uh, individual who's coming into the, the profession. Versus someone who's more experienced, you know, the experienced person is going to have all these industry or all of these experiences under their, their belt. Um, but if you're trying to, you know, climb up the ladder, that's a good way to do it. Climb the yeah. tree, I guess. And climbing, climbingarborist.com in general is just an incredible resource for anyone getting into the industry. Like there is the incident database, but there's also like not tying and climbing techniques, like just so much instructional shit. That's, I learned so much from Dan. Yeah, same thing. Yeah, it's great. You know, uh, once I remember learning how to do stuff, and then you you go home and you're like, I want to learn more, but I didn't really know like what the hell to type into the internet because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I don't know it. It's brand new. I'm like, oh, I know a bowling and a clove hitch. All right, what the hell? You know, where do I go from here? Bo- like, go to bowling, take top out. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't know how I found climbing arborists, <laughs> but I ended up finding him, and yeah, I learned so much from that guy. And we're we're lucky because we're on the um, Pacific Northwest, you know. So we're we're in the same like we see them at climbing comps and stuff. Yeah. And we uh, yeah, it, it's we're just so fortunate that we're we're kind of in this area. But it's it again, it's great that if we're thinking back to you know like early two thousands before the internet was as ubiquitous as it is now, if you heard about somebody like Dan Holiday, like you might see him at a training like once in your lifetime. Versus now, you can just google his name and find him on climbing com and you know all of his stuff all of his stuff is right there yeah yeah i learned a lot from him educated climber august Hunnicky, and actually traver uh you guys know traver and trees on Traver's, instagram traver oh, yeah. yeah he would post i think he still does it on youtube it was it's the full removal from beginning to end no oh, no yeah, edits raw, raw yeah. footage and yeah. i would just like put that on while i'm like doing dishes at my place or whatever and i would see that's how i learned span rigging I'm like oh, oh cool yeah, yeah. i could i can apply that you know yeah yeah man and i haven't spent enough time looking at some of those stuff those resources online yeah yeah i, I need to get into that a little more i've definitely learned tricks you know uh like the other day we were doing rigging that big wood and I was using the daisy chain. Nah, yeah, yeah. The daisy chain knot. I got that from the climbing arborist. Nice. Yeah, I saw him do that. And so I, I was like, oh, that is slick. Yeah. Because especially so when you cool. got big wood and the ground guy can just kind of yeah. pull the daisy chain out. And and we had a, our uh, seasonal. He's he's relatively green. Like he's, this is his first experience yeah. in the tree care industry, a uh, profession. And... Like he picked it up right away. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he picks it up right away. Yeah, and that's how that's how simple it is. Versus trying to untie a bowl and that's maybe underneath a oh yeah branch or whatever. Well, and then I started making him send the knot up daisy chained, 
So I'd make him daisy chain oh, it nice. a few times just so that he knew exactly how it was going every time. And I think it was starting to annoy him because he would just like, daisy. <laughs> I'd be like, do at least three on there. just pull it out. <laughs> What's that? Then you just pull it out. <laughs> yeah. yeah, pretty much. Well, it was nice because, you know, we were pulling it up to the pulley so the daisy chain would stop, stop it, it when it get to the pulley. And then I'd just be able to pull it, it out real quick. It too. annoyed him, but he remembered it, man. Yeah, he remembered it. And he even, he even started just doing one daisy chain on there. I'd be like, three. You got to send me three every time. <laughs> You, you were on him. Yeah, yeah. But that's how you learn. Everybody's been at that point where like, I don't want to daisy chain this again. But you know what? It's repetition is the what kind of hammers it in. You know, muscle memory, man. Yeah, my buddy, my buddy Sean started doing that knot at work. It's nice. super slick. Yeah, it I'm comes out so easy. And uh, yeah, we'll go. We'll go over it. Yeah. Um, yeah. So when you're like. Uh, chunking down a piece of wood or something, you do like the what are they? What is it actually called with the half hitch and a running bowline? Isn't there a name for it? Uh, probably, but I just call it a half hitch, and then like you girth hitch it, and then you put a half hitch below it. Hmm. Okay, and then you would do like your cut right there. Okay, but so with the 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 daisy chain knot, you do your like half hitch, and then where you would tie that like running bowline. Um. Don't you do like a twist? In yeah, it? you do a twist to create a loop, and then it goes. So, you know, it goes around the the tree, and then the rope goes under underneath the rope, and then you would tie a running bullet there, right? Yeah, yeah. So instead of tying the running bullet, it goes under, and you put a twist in it, and then you take and put a loop through that twist, and then a loop through. And then and you just loop start daisy chain loop through, and oh, it's a daisy chain, and then you just need to leave enough tail. So that your your last daisy chain, you just feed the rope all the way through, and so you got plenty, you know, so you don't have to worry about it coming out or anything. Okay, gotcha. Yeah, interesting. Yeah, it's strong and yeah, it's super easy to untie. You just pull yeah, you it. Guys show me that some, sometime yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. We'll do that yeah. tomorrow when we're doing the takedown. Sounds Hell good. Yeah. yeah, my buddy Sean was using it at work, and I knew I'd seen it from climbing arbors. So I'm pretty sure that's where he he saw it too. Yeah, his last name's Clotten, so I just started calling it the Clotten Hitch. Nice. <laughs> oh. Another Clotten Hitch, huh? yeah. <laughs> that guy gave me a really good client recently. Sean, actually, Dude. yeah. Oh, nice. I haven't met him yet, and uh, we follow each other on Instagram. But he also he gave me a recommendation to a a really cool dude. Yeah, he's good guy. He's, he's like that guy's called me like three times to come back and do different stumps for him. Nice, and uh, yeah. Anyway, appreciate you, Sean. Sean's starting <laughs> a, f- a food truck. So he was working really? with us, you know, and he got his Arbor cert. And then, you know, not too long ago, he decided he wanted, you know, I think he had owned this business prior. Sean, I hope you don't mind me telling your story. Right <laughs> <now>. <laughs> and maybe I'll butcher it, but whatever. He owned this spot in Portland. It was a, it's a Vanagon, a Volkswagen, Volkswagen Vanagon. And the, the, Food cart was called Volkswaffle, and he sold waffles and coffee. Such a great, <laughs> such a great name. And then I think you know, through time, the business was sold, and he recently bought it back and decided to put all his energy back into that. And so hopefully, we'll be seeing that around Eugene here soon. Oh, his, nice. his van again with bomber coffee and waffles. I'll be there. Oh, you man. know, and whatever else he comes up with. That oh, sounds yeah. amazing. Is yeah. he going to change the name to something tree related? No, oh, it'll be Volkswagen. I hope not. Yeah. I wouldn't change it. Uh, maybe yeah, he'll change it. But last I knew, it was Volkswaffle. Yeah. Maybe he'll just offer a menu item that's like the tree or the arborist or something like that. But also. Maybe I shouldn't have said shit. No one steal that idea. 
<laughs> we'll just bleep it out in post. <laughs> yeah. Well, does anybody else have any good stories from the week? Not really. I've been off all week, too. Oh, nice. nice. Oh, Sweet. You guys are chilling. Yeah. Oh, yeah. To the, the max. Yeah. To the max. I actually went on an anniversary with my girlfriend, and we were gone for like three days during the week. So, Where'd you go? Uh, nice. We went to Rhododendron. And uh, there's this really cool cabin called the Hide and Seek. Um, and it's just beautiful. It's just uh, 30 minutes outside of Portland. So, like, not too long of a drive to get back into town, uh, back to the big city. And uh, I can't remember the square footage of it, but it's all, like, it's a log cabin. All, like, real wood floors, walls. Every bit of it was just pure. And... Uh, Big walk-in shower. <laughs> it had a bidet. Nice. Uh, it Fuck had a yeah, sauna. Bidet. <laughs> it, had, it had a sauna, which was this uh, basically like, you know, those big um, distilling barrels that they use for uh, liquor? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was basically like one of those cut in half with a door on it. And it was just this little two-person sauna. And it was like <laughs> the best thing I'm ever. I'm picturing a, like a... I don't even know the gallon size, but a barrel that's like chest high. No, <laughs> no, it was like one of these. Like a fifty-five <laughs> gallon barrel. <laughs> so I'm so glad we paid this money. <laughs> yeah, it was. The question it was, is, did you get drunk in the sauna? Oh yeah, absolutely. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> it was not d- just from the ambient air, or oh, did you no. have to take alcohol in with you? We took alcohol. <laughs> no, we just drank a whole shit ton and then okay. got in the sauna. Hey, hey, hey that's admirable. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, uh, yeah, we. I bought like a fifth of Patron, and then we got like super drunk the last night there. That's great. And we got in the sauna, and it was, yeah, this place was awesome. I would highly recommend it. It's only like 150 a night. It's called the Hide and Seek? For B&B, yeah. Did you play Hide and Seek? We should have. God damn it, I was going to ask that. (laughs) We should (laughs) have. Well... Like Next we, time, yeah, <laughs> gotta go back. <laughs> yeah. The lady did give us an, a discount for ten yeah. percent off. So because you like, found oh. her. That's awesome. I'll but check yeah. it out. Yeah, it was it was beautiful. I would recommend it. Sweet. Nice. Uh, we did more habitat snacks, man. Sweet, Do yeah. Them all the time. I saw some uh, posts on the internet, and it just seemed like Snag Central with Green Tree. Yeah. I think there was one, two, three, four, five on this property. Do you just Maybe float, six. Do you guys just float them for every bit? Is that how you get so many, or is it just like certain clients? I think are Nate, I, Nate definitely promotes it, and he may even offer a discount. I feel like there was ISA sends out a magazine like Tree Stories or something like that. Does that sound familiar to you guys? No. Yeah, kind of. Nate wrote a story about, we talked about it, Scott Altenhuff's pine removal at the Raptor Center here. Yeah. So Nate wrote a story in in that, um, they published it in that thing. And I think in that he had mentioned that he will offer a discount for a Habitat snack. I could be wrong. I'll, if he, you know, he'll know. He can correct me, and I'll correct myself on the next podcast. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's a, it's a, it benefits the forest. It's fun to do, oh, so you know. Fun. And yeah. they end up, they look cool too. Yeah, it's yep. uh, 
feel like a goddamn artist after the end of it. Yeah. Like, I can't draw a straight line to save my life, but <laughs> fuck yeah, I can do a habitat tree. Yeah. <laughs> I've only done one super janky habitat stub, and I'd like to learn more. <laughs> yeah. It's fun. Our buddy, or our coworker Mark's getting really into it, and his snags are, you know... He's one of the best out there, is what nice. we're saying. Yeah. <laughs> he builds like breakfast nooks for the birds. <laughs> <laughs> the Hilton of Habitat Studies. Yeah. Little patio for brunch. Yeah. But on that job, Beck will be here tomorrow. I don't know how these podcasts are going to come out. Beck will be here next week. <laughs> she'll be here tomorrow. I think we maybe record another one and maybe she'll tell the story. But, um, so I was contract climbing at the beginning of the week, and then I showed up at that job after they had already been there for two days, and I was there for the last day. So there was, like, two more trees, a spruce, and a good-sized fir. I would guess that fir was, if not 100 feet, it was close to 100 feet. That's a good-sized fir. You know. Yeah. And Becca, we all know her. She's been climbing for, you know, how long do you think Becca's been climbing? Two years, yeah, that maybe, sounds right. Two, maybe two years ish, but it was her biggest tree to date. Well, here, let's start here. I show up on the job site, it's my first day there. They had been there for three days. They're they had lines set and rigging set in the trees already, okay, from the day before. Um, so I show up and Becca's lines in the big tree, and I'm like, you know, you want it, go for it. And and yeah, she did it. Um, Hell yeah, it was cool. She rigged it out, um, rigged down all the branches, and then took a big top. I actually just posted it on our Instagram recently, so you can go check that out. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck, it looked top. like she killed awesome. it, man. Yeah, yeah that was she, awesome to see. You know, badass. In Becca fashion, she goes, Woo! She's <laughs> <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> Did she scream White Claw? <laughs> no. <laughs> Damn it. And then um, it was about lunchtime, so she came down after the top blew out and. I think, I don't know if, like, nerves, anxiety, whatever, feelings, you know, she was going over feelings for that. I mean, that's crazy. to. to oh, yeah. To your first tree like that, you know, there's a lot to deal with. Yeah. And she wasn't sure if she wanted to finish it. She was kind of thinking I would go and finish the wood. Um, But we just kept talking, you know. I'm like, yeah, you know, I can totally do it, you know, but let's just chill, have some lunch if you're feeling all right, you know. We got to flip, like, two logs out of there, and you're good to go. So part of this project was, is it Hugo culture or Huga culture? Do you, do you know what I'm talking about? Anyone? Isn't that where no you like idea. bury a log? Yeah. And like, yeah, you like promote the fungal growth. Yeah, Hugo culture. Yeah, yeah, I'm familiar. So we were trying to keep the logs as big as we could, and we had this huge drop zone. So we're flipping these giant logs, and then I think the plan is you kind of bury them with soil, and, you know, that moisture's in the logs, and it breaks down, and it's just nutrient-rich soil and stuff. That's the idea of it. Do you just do the one log, or do you do do you put, like, brush in there also? I think you can do, like, brush and other composts and stuff to kind of, like, you know, heat it up, get yeah. it going. And then do you have to I've seen that with flower beds yeah, or, or garden beds. We've put, like, a bunch of sticks down before they put their topsoil over. Yeah, yeah I've se- that's why I was asking, because I've seen that with garden beds where you, like, dig the soil out and you dig it down a ways and then put like branch material in there. Yeah. Starting bigger chunks and then getting to smaller chunks and then you put the soil on top of it. I've never done it, so yeah. I have no idea how well it works, but it's 
kind of interesting idea. Do you yeah. have to inoculate it with certain, bec- uh, sorry, fungal um, I spores, think or is it just kind of like natural in the I soil? think it just naturally gets it. Yeah. yeah. And maybe you could, you know. You probably If, could. if you wanted to promote yeah, a certain species yeah, or yeah, whatever. Yeah. But so we were doing that, leaving the logs as big as we can, and we're kind of arranging them a certain way. Like the client had an idea of like where the mounds would be and kind of had this vision or whatever. <clears throat> um, so where am I at with the story? You came down for lunch. Yeah. We came down for lunch and, you know, it was kind of up in the air whether I was going to finish her or not, but, you know, it was kind of pushing her to do it, you know? Like, yeah, let's chill out and have lunch. And, you know, if you're feeling feeling up for it, you can go do it. It's only two logs. We'll flip them out. You'll be, be all good. And, yeah, she went for it. Hell, yeah. And nice. we flipped out a huge log. Right <laughs> we had the tell. Hell, yeah. You know, we had the space. And hey man, She prop- crushed it. It was awesome. Yeah, props to her. Yeah. I, I, There's not a lot of people in the world who would do what what she did, what we do. You know what I mean? Yeah. 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 It's yeah. a huge oh, yeah. accomplishment. But super proud of her. I can't wait to hear her side of the story. So that's my yeah. side. Yeah, definitely. Next time we'll hear her side. Oh, that's <laughs> awesome. Huge, yeah. Like huge props to you too, Jamie. Like that's that's huge. Like um, I remember uh, coming up in the profession, like doing that exact same thing on a, uh, it was an Oregon white oak and I had gone up and taken all the tops out of it. And then we got to lunch and my um, my lead worker at the time, he was like, Oh, you don't want to finish that? And he just, you know, he he kind of goaded me, which was the wrong thing to do. He didn't he didn't he didn't make me do the work in, yeah. in the correct way, if that makes sense. Yeah. Like, yeah. I get it. And another thing she was stressed about was time. Like she's like, I don't know if I can do this fast enough. I'm like, you don't have to do it fast. You just Yeah. You just do it. You know? <laughs> we'll we'll talk it through. I think you have plenty of time to do this tree, so don't worry about it. Slow, smooth. smooth <laughs> I was about to say slow, steady, and steady is fast. It's, I it's, mean, it's that's not, how it works. It's yeah. not steady. It's it's smooth. smooth. Dude, <laughs> <laughs> um, that's become like an ongoing thing with me and Corey. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sweet. Thanks, Every Corey. goddamn yeah. day. I um, for me, I I I did like my largest fur to date, um, and like props to her, like honestly, um, because I I did a large one. And I was negative rigging logs. Um, at the time, it was in the middle of the uh, the big wildfire that we had very close to Marcola. Nice. Um, so there was ash raining from the sky. I was feeling, like, super lightheaded, feeling, like, not right. Feels kind of apoc- apocalyptic. Yeah, like red sky, ash falling from the sky. Um, and I was in there doing this big fur. Um, I got all the brush out. Speed line the top out. That was fun. I did the first two negative rigs, and then I just started feeling really bad. And I just started to feel like I couldn't do it. Um, I had set up one of my rigs. I had put a face cut in it, um, set up my rings right below the face cut, and I uh, started tying it off. And uh, my boss at the time noticed that I had my um my lifeline around the rigging rope which is a big no no. Oh yeah. <laughs> when you're taking a negative rig. Yeah. And uh I really appreciate him catching that because that would have been a bad deal. That could have been yeah. Um 
So I I noticed myself, you know, skipping steps, not checking myself, and uh, the nerves were there because I had never negative rigged wood that large, uh, never done a tree that large. Nerves were definitely going, and uh, yeah, I just I had to come down. <laughs> I had to let him take care of the rest of it. Um, so nerves definitely got the best of me that day. Yeah, and there's so that's. I mean, that's a flip side of it. There's nothing wrong with that either. Like yeah. until you build that experience and until you build that muscle memory to like yeah, be rigging out those large pieces of wood, you know, that's inherently scary. Like, yeah. like you're, you're, you're removing the thing that you're tied into and not only that, but you're taking giant chunks out of that thing. And then as you drop those chunks, it swings slams you about. Into the yeah. <laughs> slams <laughs> into the log that you're tied into. And like, like every part of your, your brain should be telling you this is bad. Yeah. Don't do this. Go down to the ground. Yeah. But like to, you know, the more you do it and the more you do it in a more controlled situation, the more you do it in like small pieces and then work your way up. Yeah. It gets better. Kind of thing. Yeah. Like I was taking, uh, probably like 28, 28 inch logs, probably like eight footers, um, in this pretty small space. Um, at the time, we didn't have anything smaller than a 660, so I was lugging that thing up <laughs> the whole time, and that was a nightmare. A uh, 660 is a light saw. <laughs> <laughs> I would have taken an 880 up with me, but I feel like being a bitch. <laughs> um, but anyway, yeah, I, I just couldn't finish it. So, honestly, like, props to her for working through those nerves because oh, I've yeah. definitely succumbed to them before. Oh, yeah. And everybody does. I mean, it's even as an experienced arborist, like yeah. sometimes it just happens. Like There's no feeling like negative rigging a top. Like yeah. I still like my heart every time I do it, man. It's like, yeah. woo. Yeah. <laughs> and then that it's adrenaline. A dr- it's a drug. Yeah. And, and oh, I think 100%. Becca even said that. Yeah. 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 Like, this and is a drug. I'm ready to get. <laughs> <laughs> that woo. I'm already yeah, high, you know, but I'm ready to get higher. <laughs> yeah. Everybody knows that feeling also of when it goes and it works out. You know, she's all woo up there but yeah you know yeah 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 sometimes you really can't help but make those noises for me you gotta have some kind of release because it's just like you got so much of that pent up like everything yeah Yeah. for your like there's like that anxiety and then there's like the um anticipation and the excitement that's coming up and you kind of just let it all out when that top comes off and it doesn't all break out from underneath you and you're like oh i'm fine and you're like oh shit hell yeah yeah let's take a bigger time (laughs) (laughs) going back to learning from mistakes others mistakes what'd you what'd you say with david anderson oh a smart person oh uh yeah a smart person learns from their mistakes and a wise person learns from other Others people's mistakes. Yeah. Yes. So I'm a, so I'm a smart person. I'm not a wise person. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I, I just, you make those mistakes. Yeah, I just have to make the same mistakes over <laughs> Well, and I think the first part of it is a dumb person doesn't learn from their mistakes. <laughs> yeah. A smart person hey, learns from I, their mistakes. I learn from mistakes. my mistakes. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't listen when somebody else tells me to do something. That's all. So Becca's about to take the top. She's about to do her back cut. She did her face cut and stuff. And I and I say, you know, you know, you want to make sure you're standing behind that before it goes. You know, you want to be opposite of the fall. 
She's like, oh, I know. I saw, I saw you know, I've, I've heard your story. And talked <laughs> <Yeah>. to you. <laughs> I've seen the right video. On, you know. He, I've seen the video on YouTube. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you don't want that side, yeah. that side movement, like, smashing you. <laughs> yeah, I had a gaff out. It's on her Instagram if you want to go watch that. That was epic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Honestly. No choking system. Just, like, squeezing the spot. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah. Didn't fall out of the tree, though. Yeah. And I wanted to make another point r- real quick about the habitat project they do work so on our lunch break like i said the crew had been there two days prior to me so the habitat snags that they made two days prior while we're eating lunch bunch of birds were checking out all those little holes and nooks and crannies in those trees oh that's so cool eating food and watching them like oh my gosh that's so cool they're going in there like they're in mark's breakfast nook you know they're checking shit out (laughs) you guys are eating food and they're up there pecking at bugs two days later (laughs) a day later you know so cool yeah as long as you do it right and you don't have any fucking starlings around (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah it's cool like research i guess to create a habitat snag i guess you could research like you know, the species in your area and try to mimic, you know, what they want. Or like you were, you were saying, Andrew, the coolest thing is like Google a picture of a torn out tree or whatever yeah, and try to mimic that. Yeah. Well, that's the goal is to make it as natural real as possible. possible. Yeah. So the other day I was doing a f- uh, big oak reduction. It was a, a white oak with Ganoderma just about to topple over, you know. Could easily have been a full removal, but instead of doing that, we opted for not quite a habitat snag, but just like basically, basically topping the tree. But it's it's able to like still be there and sprout and do its thing. You know what I mean? Rather than full removal, which works for a white oak. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I looked over, and there was this rip out. You know this this top blown out of this fir. Um, right next to me and immediately I like took a mental note of like what that looked like so I can try to copy it because it was like this super long probably like 12 foot rip out down the trunk and it came to this really sharp point and I almost want to do that on a snag but you also have to think like that might look scary in the client's backyard if you (laughs) make this like giant needle but, but it's cool whenever you see like a natural break to kind of take a mental note of that. But maybe not. I've started using chisels in those. That's in awesome. Those, in those situations, like you can just you can just get into the underneath the bark or the cambium, and you can you can do those long tear outs without actually oh, compromising cool. the um, structural integrity of the the uh, heartwood. Or cool. That. Yeah, Corey will take a hammer and get the clod end up and just start <laughs> clawing chunks of the tree out. You're goddamn right. I yeah, it's a beautiful thing to watch. I feel like they're getting more popular, habitat snagging. Yeah. I, I think I keep seeing the Sperry guys are always posting about them. Oh, yeah. Yeah, they, they sell a bunch of those. Yeah, and actually the project we're working on is by a cedar one that you did while you are with the city. Oh, yeah. That over, you drove me by a couple times. Yeah, it's cedar. on like 22nd in Amazon, yeah. somewhere in yep. there, or 22nd in Madison, yep. Madison between Madison yep. and Jefferson, I yep, think. Right in that yeah. area. I, I like that one. Drove That's right one of my it. favorites yeah. that I've done. That was a cool one. It looks good, even for your work. Yeah, I know. Every now and then. <laughs> Every now and then they come out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, uh, it's funny when you start looking at, thinking about it as far as looking at trees and trying to mimic a natural rip out, you really start analyzing 
you know, you see ripouts and you're like, oh, I wonder how I could make that. You know, I wonder, okay, if I carve in there, if I get a weird point over here. You know? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Start spending that mental energy on breaking down broken chunks of wood. <laughs> <laughs> how do I map up nature but make it look like it nature did it? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I look forward to hearing Becca's side of that story. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, that was that was uh, that really stoked me out when I saw her send that top, and you know it wasn't a bad ride at all, but it kind of moved her around a little bit, you know, and it was like right on that. That's a legit top. Yeah, and so when I kind of like teach how to do removals, it's like you're gonna set your rigging point about where you want to take the top usually. Like your primary rigging point, right? And maybe yeah. you'll run around with a redirect or whatever. And they had talked about putting it there, and they're like, that's where we'll take the top. And I was like, that's way too big. <laughs> you got to <laughs> keep going higher. But it's kind of hard to say that when you can already tell she's dealing with a lot of shit. Yeah. You know, and you're like, you got to you gotta keep going up. You got to keep going up. And finally we got to a spot where I'm like, yeah, that's totally doable. Like, we can do that. Our 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 – coworker mark is just a badass on ropes i know he's fine <clears throat> and yeah it all worked out it was it was really cool yeah it seemed like a smooth the run. top was a little bigger than like i was walking all around the the yard getting vantage points i'm like oh yeah it's it's doable but once it let with most pieces of brush when they come down you're like whoa yeah same from like before you climb you're like okay that's not bad you yeah. get up there, you're like, damn, this is big. Yeah. <laughs> I always try to get them to go higher. I always try to pe- get people to go as high as I can. Just, nope, go a little bit higher. Yeah, go yeah. a little bit higher. Yep. Because it's always nicer to take a smaller top. Yep. You know, it yeah. just feels good. And gaining that confidence in the smaller diameter wood is a big deal. Yeah. Because yeah. you're, you're going to have to deal with that. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, with <laughs> like we're thinking about what tree we're going to remove here. And you're thinking about that one over there, which is like what a foot diameter, like right there at the base. <laughs> at the base. Yeah. <laughs> and it, it just you know tapers up from there, and you know you're gonna have to climb that thing to take a top small enough to fit that space. So gaining that confidence for that small of wood to spike into that and trust it, yeah, it's a big deal for new climbers. For me, uh. You know, my legs start shaking around the 12-inch point. <laughs> so if I even started up that thing, I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> oh, yeah. Um, yeah, it took me a while, and that was why my gaff out video, like, that was a big part yeah. of it is I just, I'm, like, scared to go any higher. Yeah. Yeah. And everyone was like, oh, yeah, no, that's totally doable. Let's do that top there. Yeah. I mean, the strength of live, especially live fibers – yeah, so oh, yeah. strong. It, yeah, uh, vertically, it's insane. Um, so yeah, you know, I remember my boss can, put it to me. He's like, "Imagine like a two by four trying yeah. to snap that, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. with your body weight." Yeah, <laughs> yeah. absolutely. You yeah. Get some insane leverage, maybe. But yeah, not just but with your that, body weight. that's what a you know hundred foot pole is is insane leverage. Yeah, yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> yeah, that's what you always think. You know, yep. it's like it's a two by four, but I got like a hundred foot. Pry bar on it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yep. But if you know you make you make it ten pounds and uh it's not a hundred pounds, yeah. <laughs> it's not a big deal. Well take a small top. Yep. And it you know, it like 
Yeah, you don't want to go too big yeah. or too small for sure. You yes. know what I mean? You don't want to push it and make it a dangerous situation. Yeah. You know, but yeah, it might be 100 feet tall, but it's not a 100 foot pry bar because you're not at a 45 degree angle. Exactly. Yeah. You know, yeah. there's a lot that goes into that. But so yeah, I think about I, I, I always like trying to go up and trying to see if I can't hold the top. Yeah. Take it for, <laughs> that's a good thing. Yeah. That it, it, you know, not every tree you can, mm-hmm. you know, that's not just a like, you know, can you make it up there to do it? But every now and then you can get one where you can hold the top and you're like, all right, that's a win. Yeah. I, I got into one that surprised me a few weeks ago. So, um, doing a bunch of, um, uh, oak release. So, uh, removing a bunch of, uh, furs around, uh, uh, traditionally oak, uh, habitat. Right. And I got up into the top of it and I'm like, okay, we can take this top here. It's not too bad. You know, there's, there's a few larger branches above me, but they're not awful. But what I didn't, couldn't see from my vantage point was all these branches were reiterations. So this thing had lost its top, but they were all reiterations. So there was an insane (laughs) amount of weight above me. And so I, I went in, I made my, my face cut and I, um, looked at my back cut and was just getting ready to start it. And then I, I looked up again and I'm like, this isn't going to go over the way I want it to do, to go. Like there's a bunch of reiterations here. That's going to, you know, sit back on my bar and it's going to come back in my face basically. So I had to reach up with a pole saw and take off some of those reiterations to get it to go the way I wanted. But that's, that's one of the things with conifers, you know, you'll, you'll have these, these uh, tops that don't look too bad, but they're really, there's a lot of weight up there because yeah. Yeah. It's, it's all that tree is like, redirecting all of its growth right into that top section yeah. right there mm-hmm. um charles and i with urban arbor care uh we went up and did some contract work for arbor pro up in portland uh like oswego area and uh we did this massive fur where um either it had topped itself or somebody had topped it previously and um you know like 60 feet up just fat trunk. I think it was like 56 dBH or something like that. It was a fatty. And uh, 60 feet up, it came out, and the large limbs had reiterations coming up off of the tops of them. Like, these limbs were probably like, oh, geez, like 20 inches by themselves. Wow. Just the limbs. And they had reiterations coming up off of them that were just small furs. Reiteration yeah. within reiteration. Yeah, within exactly. Reiterations. And it was just insane. And this thing had some uh, pretty wild rigging. Uh, if you check out his Instagram page, you can see the final top coming out of it. Um, so the this, octopus tree? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah, that was the one. <laughs> nice. And uh, it was right next to a brand new construction. Whoever bought the house or whoever bought the land and decided to build the house decided to build the house before they took out the massive uh you know hazard tree right next to it uh so funny dumb. how that works so dumb like just it could have been such a cheaper estimate if if you know you could have just sent those tops yeah, where it, that house was and then cho- dropped the log it's a chop and drop versus rigging 12 inch pieces yeah like, exactly on, exactly and i mean um you know a good third of that or like quarter of that we were able to drop straight down on the other side towards the road uh, but sure. you know we yeah, had thank to you. we had to open and close the road like 20 times and, <laughs> uh, because it's portland area yeah oh man we had this one guy who was jogging past us and uh 
He was just like looking at us, and then he put both of his middle fingers up and yelled, "Fuck you!" Yeah. <laughs> I'm on a run, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> and you know, it was just like my life is more, my time is more important than whatever the fuck you're doing. Exactly. Yeah. And like people driving by in Porsches and all this shit, just like such a big inconvenience that they have to wait one minute. Um. Anyway, <laughs> the story isn't about the assholes in Portland. Um. Anyway, it it was a it was a gnarly it was a gnarly tree, and uh, we had to take some pretty large Thank logs off of that thing, just to uh, just to be able to drop the stem. Um, we didn't feel like negative rigging it, <laughs> obviously. <laughs> so uh, yeah, and we just took these big fat pieces. You know, um, the largest piece that was up there, uh, where the tops came out. Oh man. I didn't measure it, but it was like you know, almost twice as tall as the mini skid, a CTX one hundred, <laughs> and uh, I was just like pushing it over, like trying to get it to go away so we could get one more log down, and uh, yeah, it, it was a gnarly tree. It was really fun though. <laughs> that was that was one of the more fun ones that I did recently. It's it's, it's always funny after you get done with those gnarly jobs. You're like, I was actually kind of fun like trying to yeah using my brain and trying to figure this stuff out and using yeah. all the the techniques that i've learned over the years and you know trying to bring them all together into this this one job it, yeah it's, it's kind of great and yeah. then there's that drug adrenaline yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's my favorite when i walk away from something and i'm like oh, i used like four different rigging techniques in one tree like yeah, yeah. that's the coolest shit ever <laughs> yeah. i mean i wasn't i wasn't climbing that one but man i had fun on the ground <laughs> and honestly the, and, and those are the the greatest jobs like when yeah. even your groundsman like is having a, a great time just because he's doing all this complex rigging and he's having to think too i like, love complex rigging dude, that's my favorite thing so much fun <laughs> if so i'm much just fun. doing like boring like bundles coming straight down it's like oh it's just another day <laughs> but if i'm taking like big ass tops and we're just like having to swing shit over a house that's my favorite. That's, that's my oh, yeah. favorite. Yeah, that's where it's at. I yeah. fucking love it when I just have to know exactly when to let it run and let it smash out through. Oh, <sighs> not much. <laughs> it's not much better for me Ooh, that's, that's on the, the ground. That's the flavor right there. Yeah, that's the flavor. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow, yeah. if we do the bigger tree... Like, oh, we're man. not sure what we're removing. <laughs> we're looking at a couple. We we're like, know. maybe it's that one. And if I, it's I, that I, one, we're going to set up some complicated rigging for the hell of it. Plus, we got, fun. like, a bunch of arborists here. Yeah. <laughs> we yeah. got all day. Well, <laughs> It's going to be fun. Whatever we do tomorrow, there's going to be complicated rigging, I have a feeling. Yeah, oh, just for yeah, the hell of it. You you know. Even if we do that yeah. little fucker. <laughs> oh, yeah. Even that little one, yeah. Yeah, that little yeah. one, we're going to zip line the whole damn tree. In oh, hell yeah. oh, dude, we're building an English reeve. <laughs> we're going to drop it right where we want dude, it. Dude, I've got yeah. all the shit for an English reeve. Let's fucking we, do it. Yeah. Nice. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, man. I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be great. Oh, man. Going just, back to those crazy. You know what? The, the Keanu. I want it so oh, bad. Oh, yeah. The I, big I, plate. I, I can't use it, but I want it so bad. I think I was with you, Corey, and we were talking about it, and then it, like, hit me. I was like, oh, Keanu Reeves. It's an English Reeves. <laughs> Keanu Reeves. <laughs> That's why they named it that. <laughs> and then we actually, Andrew and I, in... um. In those uh, London plane trees, remember, we actually came into a situation where we're like, "This is the perfect situation 
for one of those. Do you? I, do I you, don't remember right now. Oh. It, it was it was like this branch that was way overextended over this house. So if we, and there were other branches. Oh yeah 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 yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. You remember that one? Was that that was the Catalpa? No, no, it was it was London Plain. There was the Catalpa, which was like way before we even started to think about English Reeves. But then there was the London Plain trees right after the Keanu had dropped. I thought I thought the Catalpa that that uh, that was on Polk Street. Oh, that's an awesome tree. Yeah, no, that could that could have used it too. That I remember and, and, us talking about. It yeah, for that yeah, one. Okay. That's when we were talking about recreational rigging. Yeah, yeah, no, you're, you're <laughs> absolutely right. We did talk about it then, but then those London plane trees on near Eighth Polk. No, not Polk. The one, the next one down. Doesn't matter. Nobody cares. But it was it was like a perfect situation. We could have set up one of those, and it was all the all the branches were overextended. But we had a rigging point back behind, and we could have worked it back in and then straight down. Because the issue was there was all this this canopy on the you know the main trunk of the tree right so we couldn't just like zip line it we couldn't speed line it we couldn't use any kind of rigging to get it over that direction what we needed to do was move it and then, and then drop, drop it, it right straight there. down exactly I I'm not remembering but it's because I think surprised. of I like think of so many ridiculous rigging situations like <laughs> over rig things in my mind yeah. so often that it like. I have to delete some of it eventually. Yeah, I got to. This this was a legitimate one. This wasn't ridiculous. This was one where it actually. It's all legitimate. It's all legitimate. (laughs) I picture coming up on a job site where you like an English Reeve is perfect for this. You just hear that noise like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) like glowing. That that was legitimately what it was. Like I was up in the boom, and I'm like, holy fucking shit, this is great. (laughs) (laughs) Like. I looked at this thing and I'm, I thought seven hundred bucks for that? No way! Like, there's no way. And then it all came together. Like the puzzle pieces all just like fell into place. With this. Did you build one? No. <laughs> <laughs> we, we just we old schooled it. Cut <laughs> throw. It was, it was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> Man, now I'm pissed. I can't remember that job. Dude, it was it was like the perfect situation for an English reef. Yeah. It'll come around again. It'll come around again. Yeah. It's it's not we're going we're going to find some ways to incorporate that into our daily lives. Yeah. And you can build one without the Keanu. You can. I've I've oh, got, yeah. I've like I said, I've got all the components yeah. for it. Obviously, Keanu simplifies it. It's a pretty badass thing. But like a rigging hub, a couple mm-hmm. pulleys, which is exactly a couple what ropes. Just might be exactly what I have for that. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Yeah, that'd be fun. I've never set one up. I've never had that oh moment. Yeah, no. <laughs> I've actually never even heard of one. Yeah. So if I set one up, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, <laughs> then I'd learn. Basically, it's like a trolley, so like controlled speed line. You can go either way, and then the load can drop down at any point. Oh, okay, yeah. I understand. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah. That's awesome. Like a a crane. I've definitely <laughs> set just up. Like a yeah. Mobile yeah. Crane. yeah, yeah. I've definitely done controlled speed line, but I've never done. That yeah, sort of deal. Yeah, it's like the. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna make a Pokemon. The next step up. <laughs> it's like the evolution. Yeah, yeah it's like the ride line. <laughs> if Pikachu's <laughs> control speed line. <laughs> so there's the, the pulley, and then there's the controlled speed line, and then yeah. there's the English Reeve, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the Squirtle, the uh, so when a, a daddy pulley, I don't remember Squirtle's evolution. speed line, it births an English read. Hey, come on, yeah. people in the Midwest listen to this; they don't want to hear that. Oh, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, we're in a cool spot. Yeah, yeah, that's gonna be great. Surrounded by Sitka spruce and hemlock. It just is nice. Just the fresh air. Yeah. Oh, yeah, the coastal range, you really can't beat the air here. No. The smell. Dude, just, and... Uh, go ahead. Finish. No, just, just, I was just thinking, like, the ambiance. Just, there's no sound out here. Just the natural... Yeah, natural the creek, feeling. the ocean. Yeah. yeah. And the, like, the... Um, the uh, the difference between the coastal range and the Cascades is just immense, man. Like, yeah. just driving out here, I was looking at the trees, and I'm like, wow, I haven't seen a dead tree for yeah. six miles. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, This is nuts. And, like, in the Cascades, it's like dead tree, dead tree, dead tree. Wow, yeah. we're, we're fucked. Like, this is bad. This yeah. is real bad. But out here, like, just so much more moisture, so much more rainfall. It just it's changes true. a lot. And also, like... The crazy windswept trees. Oh man! Like, yeah. Oh my god! I've seen some gnarly horizontal bonsai-looking like, things. Yeah. <laughs> I, I always think of this old uh, advertisement for. I think it was like Maxwell or something, like some CD or audio company, where it's this guy sitting in a chair. <laughs> oh yeah. In front of a speaker. Yeah. And like all of his shit's oh, yeah. been blown back. <laughs> <laughs> I, I never made that connection, but that is the quintessential shore pine to me. Yeah, that's yeah. a shore pine. That is a shore pine. Yeah. Like, if I, ne- if I never climb a shore pine again for the rest of my life, it'll be too soon. <laughs> but, but, like, they, they're so much like that. It, yeah, yeah. It's just, they're nuts. It's just their hair going <laughs> behind yeah. them. They're in a convertible. Just like, <laughs> a convertible going 80 miles an hour. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Man, what a beautiful property. Yeah. No kidding. Yeah, tomorrow we'll do a little work, do a little rec climbing, hang out with some people, do a little drinking. Yeah. <laughs> drinking. Do a lot of drinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. Right. Good call. So we got we got the the platform we climbed last night, which is about seventy feet up and Tonight. has like Yeah. Tonight we just got down. <laughs> we just got sorry, <laughs> and great view of the ocean. Just beautiful spot. We'll I'm sure we'll make it up there again. But we might then have a podcast up there. Yeah. Well, we'll see if we can get That'd electricity cool. up there. Yeah, that's a big. Kicker. We'll at least get up there to make some videos so we can show you guys without yeah. a doubt. Yeah. And then, how big are the trees downhill from us? <sighs> I feel like I heard that one was two seventy. Yeah, yeah, the one right. I, I, right. I wouldn't yeah. doubt it. Was it the one in the? In the draw or up on the ridge? Yeah, in the draw. And then Corey and I, last time we were out here, we bushwhacked. That, that was a, a cool quite a, <laughs> I think getting back was harder. It was definitely harder. But we just, we, we knew we, there was a tree rigged at somewhere on this, like, ridge line behind us. And we just, like, set out looking for it. Did you have coordinates? I do, yes. Yeah, you no, did. We're, we're good. We're good. You but did at the time or no? I have them currently in my phone. But you didn't at the time? No. Yeah, so we just we just went looking. It was we just like it. it's it's it. it's kind of southwest of here. You'll see the big orange paracord. It'll be fine. You'll yeah. be fine. Just get yeah. out there, do your thing. We found it, but and hiking through 
the Pacific Northwest, the temperate rainforest, <laughs> you know, ferns up to your chest, uh, eight foot salal. salal. Salal, yeah, that yeah, bro- yeah <laughs> salal that covers your head. Fuck yeah. that shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fuck that shit. Steep yeah. slopes, you know, loam slipping out under your feet. And and the thing was, cross. and the thing Spruce was, rats. like. <laughs> I didn't even think about the <laughs> I forgot I had to get rabies shot after that. Yeah. That was fucking awful. The only rodent with a venom sack. It really is. Yeah. And they spit it. They don't just bite mm. you with it. They spit it. Um, Brutal. Are they relatives <laughs> to the black locust? So it's also venom. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, distantly related, but they are related. Uh, I think the problem with us coming back was like we were like, hey, you know, Coming in here was pretty hard. Let's take a different route. Yeah, we <laughs> took a different route. So we, we thought we'd be smarter. And Wait, so you bushwhacked in and then you bushwhacked out? <laughs> you know, it sounded better at the time, Dakota, but <laughs> it wasn't. We actually took different routes at a certain point. <laughs> we did. And I, def- I took the worst route, I think. <laughs> maybe maybe you think you I, took the worst one. <laughs> you know, it might be a top. Who, who knows? Sure I who did. knows? I was like, the forest was... Over my head, my entire body <laughs> in the undergrowth. You're tunneling. Yeah. Oh, shit. <laughs> Sounds like the Pacific Northwest. Like, we're what? talking about this beautiful rainforest. On one second, we're like, "Oh man, the windswept trees. It's so beautiful." And it's then two so seconds cool. later, we're like, "And then I was tunneling through the forest. <laughs> it's hard to get through." If you oh yeah. Actually, have to. If you look at it, it's great. If you actually have to walk through it or do anything, oh, it's that, fucking awful. It's awful. <laughs> yeah. Just stay on the trails. Yeah. Just yeah. Stay on the trails. Trails are there for a reason, kids. Do what, this, do what the signs tell you. <laughs> so I'm wondering why you guys split up. Were you like, I want to go this way? No, fuck that. Yeah, but this is the way. You know? Without, I don't know. W- without that, I mean, that's definitely what I was like. <laughs> I was like, you know, that looks pretty rough. I'm going to go down this way. And then it wound up being And rough. I just went. <laughs> yeah. And you just went. Yeah. And I just went. And we both learned a valuable lesson. I yep. don't know what it was, but it was a valuable lesson. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I remember crying, yelling, Corey. <laughs> <laughs> that was my lesson. <laughs> the lesson Stick I Stick with it, Corey. Yeah. <laughs> or follow the bushwhack trail. <laughs> yeah. that, that was the big lesson that we took away from that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that's funny. So are we going to go find this tree? Or? Uh, fuck yeah, we are, man. We know where it's at now. <laughs> I got the coordinates. Let me. But we kept pointing at trees. We're like, it's that one. And we get it. We finally, you know. Bushwhack, bushwhack our way to it. <laughs> and like, we, nope, we look all no around. The, it. Yeah, we look all around the base of it. And no, no, yeah. and we finally found it. And we're like, okay, we act, actually. I think we saw the the cord from a ways away. We were like, oh, it's got an orange cord. Yeah, but we probably said that for like six trees. <laughs> like, oh yeah, I see the cord. Probably <laughs> that that's the only thing that kept us going. Yeah. Like after the first tree, <laughs> if we hadn't seen another tree with a cord in it that we thought you know had a cord, but we did see some cool stuff. I remember like. You know, just straight shot from us here, there's a huge, it must have been a spruce, with a big hollow cavity, like, oh, halfway yeah. up. Oh, like, wow. I remember Scott Altenhoff telling us the story about him. It was a sequoia tree, right, with a mm-hmm. big hollow? Yep. It was. And he, like, got into the hollow of the sequoia tree and went, like, 100 feet down. <laughs> yeah. In the trunk of a sequoia. <laughs> you know, I just thought it'd be cool to climb that tree and, like, Peek your head in at least. See what kind of see, cave. Yeah, see what you decide got. to go. You know. <laughs> what what what's your heart telling you from there? <laughs> um, go back to the ground. <laughs> yeah, back yeah. To the ground. No, yeah. but that that yeah, I remember that tree. That thing. Yeah, yeah. 
So goddamn cool. Yep, I've got the coordinates. Don't worry, we can. We can know, bushwhack. We can know where it is, and we can bushwhack. Probably the same trail that we took the first time. Because <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's new growth. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Anybody bring a machete? Yeah. I, you I know, probably forgot it. I, I remembered a, about Newport on my way in. I'm like, a machete would have been good. Yeah. I have a, a 201. Should have brought a hedge trimmer if it's allowed. Just me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, hell you know yeah. You know what? If we're S- in, speaking of the 201. If we can't have a fire tonight, do you think we can run chainsaws past a certain time? Shh. Fine. It's internal combustion. They call it internal combustion. <laughs> what? Yeah. What about an electric saw? Oh yeah, we're 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 electric sawing the fuck out of that tree, <laughs> especially if it's a small one. It's a smaller tree. Doesn't matter what size. <laughs> I just we got a five forty i man. We're good to go. <laughs> I thought you were just talking about an electric saw that has like a um a sound emitter on it. You know. Oh, like the. Um, it just sounds like a real saw. It does. Oh, like, like they're supposed to do on like saw, electric you know? cars or whatever. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> sounds like, ma'am. I know it's past fire danger, but like this, just it just has a sound emitter. It's Don't just worry. Sound. It just Don't sounds like a real saw. It, it has a sound emitter and it also has a dry ice emitter. So that's what the smoky looking thing is. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that'd be Occasionally, sweet. it shoots out some sparks. I mean, don't worry yeah, about it. Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dude, my saw's almost out of dry ice. It's going to oh, stop smoking. Let me yeah. send it down. Put in some more liquid dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> it, looks it looks like lot- it smells like gas, but don't worry about it. Uh, it might also burn like gas, but don't, <laughs> just, don't think it about it. It looks like your chainsaw has a problem. <laughs> <laughs> just the dry ice emitter. Don't worry about it. <laughs> Next You're time like, somebody asks for me for gas, I'm going to be like, oh, wait, so you want the dry eyes, right? <laughs> <laughs> Are those sound emitters, like, required in certain states for vehicles or anything like that? Yeah. I've heard about I'm them. I'm pretty sure they're required in all states because they have to make some sort of sound or else really? you don't know they're there. I feel like Tesla's... I've had a Prius fucking mean, sneak up on me, like, more than once. Oh, yeah. You mean the little whir isn't enough to, you know, key in that there's a 1,000-pound no. vehicle? And sometimes you? I, like, you know... Don't think about the sounds around no, no, you. I, know, you're like a... Being 100% sarcastic, were is not enough to notify you that there's a multi-ton vehicle moving towards you. <laughs> that is just... So that's the sound. Were. Uh, no, 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 no. It's like a... It's like a... Well, some of them make like a weird angelic noise. They're like... Oh. <laughs> yeah, no, they <laughs> do. Of they fucking do. weird. They do. It's, 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 yeah, it's like the clouds are parting and yeah. you know, the raptors. <laughs> yeah. Oh, here it is. I'm going to hell. <laughs> <laughs> I, knew these, I knew the bad decision would catch up with me eventually. So, Tesla's, you can set the horn to La Cucaracha. That is And you can also make it so it plays La Cucaracha as you accelerate. Oh, that is I think, yeah. That is how It was customizable and it became like. Ringtones, but <laughs> no, it wouldn't be. No, it kind of is. It'd be more like what was that ring back when you would call someone way back in the day? Oh, yeah. and, 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 they and it would play, play song? Yeah. whatever song them. they wanted. But yeah. everyone ran out of money or didn't pay for it again, so everyone got that same like violin music. Do you remember that? <laughs> yeah. I don't remember that, but I don't believe you. I remember I like you'd hear like, this. "Oh, my buddy's got like this <laughs> sick ring back of like Snoop Dogg or whatever," and then like. <laughs> The next week, <laughs> it was just like this violin music. You're like, oh, he forgot to pay. Because he got 3,000 people calling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it bumped him up to the next tier or whatever. But yeah, maybe the Teslas, like you could choose. 
No, you can, you can juice choose while the, you're driving. That'd be sick if you could download songs. Yeah. As your Some people already do that, I guess. Yeah. Windows <laughs> down and like you're listening to what I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah. That's no, how I feel when that, people. I, yeah, I feel like that's a norm. That's not a. That's yeah. not, that's yeah. not an abnormal thing. That's how anymore. I feel when people are like walking around in grocery stores with their radios like blaring music, and it's like, what the damn, fuck? dude? Like, even on the fucker yeah. sidewalk. Speakerphone. Yeah, on the like, sidewalk. Like just. Yeah. Headphones, man. Come on. Yeah. Oh, backpacks with speakers built into the backpacks. Exactly. Well, so even, it's just like a boombox. Yeah, and, and coming even, out of your backpack. Not even just that. Just like the like little Bluetooth speakers that you can. Oh yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Like those things are loud. Yeah. Especially if you're anywhere within a block of the person who's actually like playing the music. I feel like speakerphone conversations in public. Oh, Unless something's wrong with your phone, you're a sociopath. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Thank you, Jamie. Thank you. Yes, you are absolutely a sociopath. Yeah. You're standing in line in the grocery store, and you got to hear what? Yeah, what? <laughs> I can't hear you. <laughs> it's always people who. <laughs> Never mind. Yeah, when I'm answering a bid, I always put them on speakerphone so I can go through my notepad. But then, oh. like other people, like bother me about it because they can hear the person talking to me. <laughs> and I'm like, okay. Come on, I got a reason for it. Like, hey, we're at a Starbucks. Everybody does this. <laughs> exactly. Personal space means nothing here. Yeah. It, uh, it's a crazy world we live in, man. Axel, my, my son who's six, and his little buddy who's six, we're at our neighbor's. Uh, we were all hanging out in front of the neighbor's house, and they've got a Tesla. And so they let the two six-year-olds in their Tesla, which I thought was a horrible idea. <laughs> but they were able to pull up video games. Nice. And so they've got oh. that big screen. So they're playing race games, but they're actually turning the steering Whoa, wheel in the car cool. to steer the no, yeah to sick. steer the race games. But it's two six-year-olds, so they're jumping around on the seat, yeah. steering the wheel, like <laughs> slamming on the pedal. Yeah, how did oh, they yeah. not see that was a bad idea? But they didn't care. They're like, "It's awesome. That's why it's there." Because well, yeah, they're six. But like that the engineer no, who put no. that into the design parameters, like Corey, don't. Yeah, no, I, I think thought it was a good idea. Yeah, I <laughs> think <laughs> it'd be awesome. Oh, that's so cool. I wouldn't Just let a six-year-old do. Me. You know, if I had a Tesla, I wouldn't like let the neighbor's six-year-old <laughs> yeah. do that. But that's because I have awesome neighbors, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> but, yeah, they were just going nuts in that thing. That's awesome. Yeah, jumping around. I was like, oh, my God. Honestly. They're like, oh, don't worry about it. That's why it's there. That's <laughs> why yeah. it's there. It's there. I mean, I thought it's it was for more. video games. An, yeah. an engineer thought of this, so engineers know all. He's just let it go. <laughs> yeah. That by itself makes me want to buy a Tesla. Oh, yeah, Teslas are sick. If I had enough money to buy a Tesla, I'd be all about it. But Frankly, my my issue with electric vehicles is, um, like, the batteries. Have ringback tones yet. They have ringback tones. If, if I can't program it to play All-Star as I'm driving down the street. <laughs> 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 uh, you know, I think there should be a fine for that. <laughs> It's, it's a Smash Mouth song. Though. Yeah, I think yeah. everyone knows. Yeah. Okay. Hey, now. <laughs> Thank you. Suddenly, I'm in a Shrek movie. Yeah. <laughs> um, but like my issue with it is like the batteries that aren't recyclable. You know, what's wrong with that? 
Just put them in the uh, landfill. You don't have to think <laughs> no, you launch them into the sun. <laughs> Fuck yeah. Exactly. Yeah. I actually heard Let's this song. Let's spend millions of dollars to launch it into the sun. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> on a podcast today. And we can edit it's this out if you want to. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, uh, during the Reagan administration. Um, Reagan did bad things? Yeah. So <laughs> Reagan, Never. Reagan had this thing where people would send him letters and he would just kind of accept whatever was sent to him as fact. And uh, someone had legit. told him. This idea to get rid of nuclear waste, we could, you know, compress the matter into like golf ball sized things and launch them into the ocean. <laughs> Genius. <laughs> One of Someone with a big shot launching nuclear waste <laughs> into the ocean. One of his the president advisors. president pays me to plutonium. <laughs> One of his advisors told him to uh, save that one for later. I think is what they said. Oh my god! And the people I was listening to, it's the Dollop. It's a great podcast. They were like, "Yeah, he probably said, you know, Reagan, that one's way too good. We need to hold on. (laughs) We need to hold on to that one." Leader of the free world, and he listened to it like probably a six-year-old or a teenager (laughs) who's just like, "Hey, let's fuck with these people." Can you imagine being the advisor though? Like I could do anything. Yeah, I could convince the president. <laughs> exactly. He wants yeah, to send golf ball, uh, radioactive golf that was balls a, into the ocean. I could literally fuck us for generations. <laughs> yeah. Because this man is too stupid to know otherwise. <laughs> that was a thing. Multiple people said was that Reagan would take the first thing he heard as as fact and like regurgitate it and like talk to other people about it. So like the people I was listening to were like, "Oh, we could have had so much fun with that. Imagine if you were in his cabinet." <laughs> oh man, thank. Well, I mean, certain things didn't pan out so great, but thank God that there weren't worse people <laughs> as his advisors. Yeah, yeah. Because it could be a lot worse. It's bad enough. It's bad yeah. enough, but it could be a lot worse. Oh God. Well, depending on your opinions. <laughs> it's bad yeah. enough. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I'm not gonna. No, no <laughs> politics. No politics on this podcast. I know that's why I said edit it out if you want. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> <Go> no. <on there. laughs> the Gipper. Yeah, Gipper. the good old Gipper. Well, someday it'll trickle down. <laughs> yep. <laughs> someday. Someday we'll make America great again and, you know, bring us back to those golden days. This is tree thinking after dark. Yep. Yeah. This <laughs> so dumb. Might get a little wild. <laughs> yeah. Might get a little wild. Yeah. Corey's not wearing a shirt. Nope. Yeah. <laughs> or pants. <laughs> but but Dakota's wearing Corey's shirt. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ask. Don't ask. <laughs> It's actually really comfy. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's that's the Egyptian cotton man. <laughs> I knew you were out of class. <laughs> yeah, Corey goes by thread count. Fuck that, dude. Ten thousand or more. <laughs> that's my rule. <laughs> Don't worry, I'll edit that out. <laughs> <laughs> no, you won't, <laughs> dude. Yeah, you can go ahead. And Smash not. mouth, all star. That's the greatest thing I've heard. <laughs> a Tesla rolling up on you. That's the worst thing I've heard. What are you talking about? It's gonna happen, man. Yeah. The second, the second I make enough pennies to make a to get myself a Tesla, it's yeah. gonna have all star. Just so funny. Corey in his cyber truck, bumping all star. Well, it's gonna take me. At least, I'm gonna be dead by the time I can afford a cyber truck. So. <laughs> One of those people get famous after you die. Basically. Yeah. <laughs> All the fame, but I can't do anything with it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn. But hey, I'm Man. immortal. Everybody remembers my name, so <laughs> that's something.
anything about trees to <laughs> bring this home? <laughs> I don't know. I've been trying to think. How do we? How do we? I mean, terraforming Mars. You want to go there? <laughs> yeah. Mars. Maybe. I feel like they'd start with algae first, though. Like, yeah. Not trees. How yeah. many? Let's get water on Mars first, there and then go. let's get algae, and then we'll move on to fish, and then maybe sometime we'll get trees. Yeah. yeah. But which tree first? Christmas. Okay. And the American has spoken. (laughs) Christmas tree first every time. (laughs) The the thing about it is is that'll probably be the first tree on Mars. It will be a Christmas tree. I know. Let's be doesn't matter, it's a Christmas tree. (laughs) Oh, it'll probably be plastic. From China. Yeah. Jeff Bezos <laughs> will China show up to with Mars. it himself. Yeah. <laughs> just just scratched out China and has a big American flag right now. <laughs> <laughs> Made in American flag. <laughs> oh man. <laughs> yeah. Bezos came back from space. Yeah. Rocking a cowboy hat. Unfortunately. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. He didn't get stuck up there. That's too bad. That's <laughs> way too bad. Yeah, He's so we've had uh Richard Branson and Bezos get to space. And uh, so I guess Elon Musk is will be the next. Yeah. Oh, so yeah. a billionaire space race, you know, uh, galactic tour. No, not galactic. Uh, solar tour. Uh, no. Tourism. Tourism of the. How would how would you say that? Cosmic tourism. Yeah. <laughs> is it, is it There's cosmic? so many names. Yeah. Anyway. Anyway. Tourism with no, you know rhyme or reason to it they're not exploring they're not like collecting moon rocks and no there's been tons of people that have already been there it's not like they kind of just they're get going us. on the first trip to space it doesn't fucking yeah you know? they kind of just so get outside of atmosphere yeah. i didn't, I didn't follow it. it too much was his rocket reusable like um what's a it was the shaped, tesla one the it, dragon it or was falcon shaped, it was shaped like a dildo it had to be reusable yeah. it was very phallic <laughs> did you see all those memes of uh Remember Austin Powers? <laughs> yes. I don't remember which one it was, but uh, the second one. Doctor Evil had a spaceship that was just a big cock and ball. <laughs> <basically>. <laughs> so there was a bunch of memes that were like mashing up those videos. Oh, it was really funny. Bezos was like, "Yes, perfect. I'll <laughs> make that rocket." <laughs> it's kind of it kind of looks like Doctor Evil too. <laughs> it really does. If you just did the pinky Bald to the guy. to the yeah. mouth oh, kind of yeah. thing. Yeah. Work. It's kind of wild to me that, like, Elon Musk owns SpaceX, or owned, but he hasn't been to space. <laughs> like, why is Bezos to space before he is? Uh, probably because he's richer. I you know, know, it's all about I mean, yeah, money. maybe. Well, like, have they either really been to space? I mean, they got right yeah. to the edge of the atmosphere, it's and they, like, right floated for, like, 30 seconds or something like that, or, you know, it might have been a few, couple minutes, <laughs> right. and then they just came back down. <laughs> Jamie just said pussies. Jamie yeah. just walked away and took pisses and pussies. <laughs> yeah. Dropping the mic. But, I mean, that's something that we've been doing for, like, 40 years or something, where they go up to, to the edge of the atmosphere and then dive down okay. so they get weightlessness. Yeah, let's back it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Yuri Gargarian, the first person to ever fucking do that, proved that we could actually fucking do that, right? Yeah. Elon Musk or Jeff Bezos or whatever the fuck, billionaire. Like, we've done it a million times by now. Like, what are they doing? So I think that's why Elon hasn't been done that because 
I don't it's think extravagant he, enough. Yeah, he's not looking to like go waitlist for a couple minutes. Yeah, Elon is looking to go be the president of Mars. Yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know what I'm saying. <laughs> he he sets the bar a little bit higher. Yeah. Okay. All right. Is is what See, I see. I can I can respect that. Like, yeah. Just half-assing it and halfway blowing your load. No. No. Like Mars. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. All right. I can get behind that, even though. I can get behind that. Even though I hate billionaires. Yeah, I think yeah. Richard Branson and Jeff Bezos, you know, were kind of like, okay, we did it. You know what I mean? And now they're done. It'll be interesting to see if they keep going. Right. So, like, now that they've been to space, can we eat the rich? Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's still too soon for that. Uh, we'll get there, though. Darn. <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe. Yeah, maybe. Uh-huh. Well, who knows? <laughs> <laughs> sure they taste quite opulent <laughs> probably <laughs> it is it is kind of ridiculous that you have these billionaires going into space with all the issues the world's having right now it just shows you how disconnected they are and how much money they're making off of everybody else's tragedies but like, i mean I, I heard jeff bezos you know he can tackle both world issues you know all the world issues and going to space. Okay, okay. So it, it, With free shipping for $100 a year. Yeah. You know, yeah, I, 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 don't see I personally, I can't really judge someone for taking advantage of capitalism because that's how this country's run. Um, no, it's like, like, it's like the I'm best total system capitalist. to be wrote. Oh, yeah. You here know, we, here there we are go. flaws, but it's like, here we go. Dude, yeah. Joe and I were just talking about this on the drive up here. <laughs> yeah. Listen to a podcast about Ronald Reagan and talking about capitalism. <laughs> like, you can speak about Reaganomics all fucking day. Like, but it's, it fuck. is like, Speaking of in my opinion, the the best system we wrote. But there's plenty of flaws, you know. Well, all right. If we're if we're going down this, yeah, this know. is weird. We might have to edit some stuff, <laughs> yeah, and, we, might and we might edit it. We got about an hour of good tree talk okay. in there, <laughs> you know? yeah. but I don't want. Yeah, and I don't want to <laughs> me saying pussies to be on there. <laughs> yeah. That's an edit point, Andrew. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The the thing is, is capitalism has helped us build what we have in this country. It's a great thing. Yeah. But it's what we don't have right now is true capitalism, right? Because the biggest companies are allowed to buy their competition yeah. and crush them. And that's not what has created the greatness of capitalism. The greatness of capitalism is when you're forced to compete and make the better product. Yeah. Right, but if you can, you get to the point where you can just buy your competition, crush them so that you're not forced to innovate and forced to become a better product, then it's not the same thing. I think my favorite recent example is Uber. Yeah. You know how, like, taxis, taxi cab was, like, the thing, you know? Yeah. And then Uber and, and Lyft like came around, and it's just, thing. like, so much better simply because they made it so you could pull it up on your phone, click, and a driver's on its way, yeah. you know? Yeah. Yeah. It streamlined the service entirely. Yeah, but you kind of feel bad. I mean, I imagine there's a taxi cab union and all that stuff. Oh like, yeah, well, like it, it's it's a and if if you get into the Uber thing, like they're paying their people basically nothing because they call each of them private contractors, right? Yeah, they're sub, subs. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Same for Grubhub and DoorDash and all those other services, like your mom and pop pizza shop. But it's They'll, a good side gig. Yeah, for people I, that yeah, I that don't know, that's a for. tough one. It's it's a good side gig if you're a surf. 
Like if you're a serf. Yeah, yeah if you're just <laughs> like a serf, like um if um, you're not a lord or lady. Yeah, b- yeah. bingo, thank you. Yeah. Yes. Um uh, feudalism, thank you. Yes. Feudalism. I knew that I knew the spelling S E R F, right? Yes. Yep. But what but what exactly this is is, is uh, a serf. Just it's above, been a while since just I've been above in a peasant, but you know, not quite a lord. Yep. Okay. Yep. Um but yeah, I I I feel like it's very flawed nowadays because those larger companies can not only buy out um, the smaller ones, but they can avoid having a level playing field entirely by not paying taxes as high as those smaller businesses. I mean, there's yeah. nothing wrong with, with monopolies. We haven't been fighting it in this country for you know our entire existence. So yeah. I, I don't see a problem with monopolies. Let's yeah. just give into it. Just roll over and you know let them have our way with us. Yeah, if, like if a big stump grinding company came through and said, "Oh, I'll buy your business for uh, twenty thousand dollars," or uh, I'm gonna ruin your reputation, I'm gonna be like, "Oh, huh? That's a tough twenty thousand dollars sounds pretty good." <laughs> yeah. I might not be able to eat after that twenty thousand dollars is up. But yeah, you know, I mean, yeah, twenty thousand dollars, and then I'll and then I'll uh, become employed by you. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and then I'll fucking grind stumps for a quarter of, or you know, a tenth of what I was gonna make before that. Yeah. But they'll track my progress so that I'll have to pee in a bottle between jobs. Yeah, and <laughs> yeah exactly, exactly. They'll have a little camera on the stump grinder, and yep. you know, my hand wasn't quite right on that uh, positioner, so I'm gonna yep. get fired for that. Well, the yep. crazy thing with Amazon is how they're having uh, artificial intelligence fire people. Really, really, they are. Yeah, yeah. So, I heard of that. so if your if your analytics aren't up to a certain point, you'll just get an email from like it wasn't set by a person. It That's was just insane. like the analytics didn't. You know, you weren't getting everything. All you know, you weren't getting to your appointments. You know, the way the computer thought you should. So they just send you an email saying you're fired. And what I'm I'm sorry. We are. We are social creatures. Yeah, yeah, no, that is that is bullshit. That, that is I would cool. way rather Kid have me, a that's person. utopian. I'm, yeah, that's I'm down. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> Wait, what's the word? Yeah. Dystopian. <laughs> Dystopian. Yeah, 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 sorry, sorry. 1984, <laughs> Brave New World. Let's bring it on, man. Oh, yeah. I way rather have a manager walk up to me and say, fuck you, you're not doing enough. <laughs> yeah. And then have yeah. some asshole computer be like, uh, sorry, sir, you've been terminated. Not <laughs> yeah. quite you didn't uh, quite meet our performance. Please metrics. clock out on your timesheet and leave. <laughs> yeah. You like, cannot. You cannot use the rest of your vacation time. Your sick time is now null. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I'd way rather have some asshole walk up to me and tell me that I'm a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> me too, actually. Because yeah. I could hate him in yeah. the system. I have somebody to uh, direct my anger toward. <laughs> Should we try to wrap up the tree-related podcast? So we can kind of edit out. Yeah, I figure I'll edit this out and then I'll just save it so it could be a Patreon thing, yeah. oh, some political go. talk. Yeah. Some of it yeah. could be in there. Who yeah, knows, yeah. But some beers and some politics. Know. Yeah, on Patreon or something. This 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 one took a turn. Yeah, <laughs> no. I don't even turn. remember where it took the turn. But where's that whiskey? Make us work. God damn it, make us. That was somebody. That was probably somewhere near my second seltzer. (laughs) 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 All right. So uh, trees. Yeah, trees. What? (laughs) Tomorrow we're going to be doing tree stuff. What's the deal with trees, man? (laughs) Okay. So what we need to figure out for tomorrow 
Is, what tree we're moving? No, we got Eric come. Yeah, that for sure. <laughs> but we got Eric coming with the cameras. Huh? We got. Did we bring all the tree stuff? Stuff. I think so. Do we I have, got the pulley and false crotch. Do we have tree cool. stuff here? I, I brought the um, pole saw. Cool. And so hopefully Becca brought the lanyard. Yep. If not, though, we should make a video somehow using all that equipment. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, obviously, it's going to happen. Like, in the removal, we're going to use every piece of that equipment. Yeah, Even I envision, like, a con- controlled speed line with the notch rig and block. <clears throat> not sure Eric can team. get some really cool shots of someone setting it. Wait, hopefully, well, not hopefully, but if it's this larger tree, you know. Be yeah. cool to see some cool shots of us way at the top setting the rigging. Notch rigging block TM by notch. Yeah, TM by P- notch. Please, uh, please. It's a sweet pulley, man. It, it's it, a it really is. sweet pulley. They, it looks they, pretty nice. No so lie. So they, did, they did think of everything. Not this lie. big. The <laughs> other thing is, can you think of any recreational rigging stuff we might want to do? Uh, we have to bring a ri- uh, weight keg up to the top of that platform. Well, we don't have a keg. So well, Yahat's brewing next time. Yeah, it's within walking true. distance of here. Yeah, we can <laughs> fucking walk a keg. It's here. only two yeah. miles. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, Andrew has a strong back; he can carry. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm wondering. And then when Andrew breaks down, Dakota, he'll. Yep. He'll there take you go. So block over. one, Dakota will take over. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no, so I'm thinking we got we got the uh, the notch pole saw, we got the rigging block. We got the false crotch. How do we build a trebuchet? Oh, I mean, because I a mean, lot of throw weights. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you fell the tree. It uses the pole size leverage. We use Jamie as a counterweight. Just <laughs> yeah. Up in his saddle, yeah. just ready to go. I think we're on to something. So. <laughs> no, Jamie and I can like. Hug really close together, <laughs> and, then, and then take our tie how, off how, off how, how, at how, the exact same time that the pendulum comes. So we fly into the canopy. That sounds like a great plan. My only question is, how close are you hugging? <laughs> as close as we can. Like, yeah, there's only one way yeah. to hug. Dude. <laughs> it might be our last hug. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every hug should be fully committed. It'll yeah, certainly be our last hug. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> one way or the other. <laughs> Uh, well this was fun this is is a fun one that was a good wrap up and this is uh, this is gonna be hopefully the first of a couple it'd be cool if we could do three while we're here man so we could try to not try to do one tonight because we did one tonight we did one tonight it is is tonight right now we're doing one right now we're gonna need to do a (laughs) recap tomorrow night obviously we're we're gonna have to kind of tell the stories of the trebuchet and then hungover. Sunday morning or something. The, yeah. the hangover one Sunday morning. <laughs> regretful of whatever we did the day before or the night before. Or, you know. <laughs> <laughs> who, was, who was running around naked in the woods? Who knows? Who knows? <laughs> it doesn't matter now. We're hungover. Corey's so. weekend is planned already. <laughs> 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 uh, full commit hugs. Yeah. Right, running around naked in the woods. Full <laughs> That's camping. That's camping. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Dakota, you got any final thoughts for tonight? Oh, man. Um, hug your tree guys tight. <laughs> <laughs>
That's all I got. <laughs> that's a that's a good thing to end on. My hands smell like spruce right now. That's my final thought. I'm gonna be smelling that all goddamn night long. That's a good smell. And it's not yeah. so bad. Yeah. yeah, I'm I'm not complaining. I'm just making a statement. Final, final thoughts. Final We're smelling tree. Is a cottonwood. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. A Siberian elm's pretty bad too. I think cottonwood takes it. I'm gonna go on a little story real quick. Do it, do it. Yeah, and we'll wrap. Do you ever uh, work a cottonwood tree? Like, say you're doing a removal or whatever, and then you got to go to the grocery store right after work before going home. And you're standing in line, and all of a sudden you can smell yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You smell pure piss. That's the worst. That that brief moment of clarity, and you're like, oh, man, I've been smelling like this. It's like, hey, everyone, I promise you I'm clean. I'm a clean guy. (laughs) (laughs) I I washed these clothes before I wore them. I promise you. (laughs) I remember once, like, working a pine or something, doing a pine removal, and the lady at the counter was like, Oh, you smell like a tree. You do tree work? And I was like, well, that's nice. But if it was a cottonwood, you'd be like, you wouldn't say a word to me. <laughs> you smell like piss. Oh, God. Uh, you'd be bum. checking me out really fast. <laughs> uh, final thought, though. For real, it's cool being out here with you guys. Um, we're kind of cutting loose a little bit tonight. We'll do some a little bit. tree work tomorrow. And hopefully we can just kind of capture this whole weekend because we got a bunch of great people coming to hang out with us climb some big trees do a little tree work yeah we just missed tim tim kovar was just here climbing yeah. these trees i saw his pictures on yeah on thursday on and or wednesday and thursday or something yeah yeah damn it he didn't want to stick around no he heard we were coming so yeah. he's like fuck we got to get out of uh, here dan's coming tomorrow yep dan's gonna be here tomorrow oh man, oh, man. Yeah. so yeah, this is kind of an epic weekend, and we'll try to capture as much of it as we can and share as much of it as we can, and hopefully we can do more of these, like, meetups, you know? Yeah. Oh, yeah, no, hopefully. We tree thinking a- hangouts or something, I don't know. Yeah, well, well, tree thinking hangouts, that's a good name. We were yeah. thinking we need to figure out a good name, but you may have just coined it, tree thinking hangout. Go. Yeah. But Sweet. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I got other names, but you know, stay tuned. <laughs> oh man, we got a cliffhanger. Tree thinking cliffhanger. But you have to download the next episode. Five star review. <laughs> yeah, right on. Well, uh, I don't know. It what a fun night. You know, it's kind of funny giving a final thought because uh, you know it's it's night number one. You know, so with that, I'll say uh, stay safe and uh, we're just getting started. Yeah. Hey, now, you're an all star. <laughs> <laughs> Go play.